Good evening, church. Welcome to Bible study tonight. I want to trust God that we're going to have a great time of fellowship with the Holy Spirit tonight. We give praise to the name of the Lord for his mercies and his goodness over us. I'm glad again to have the privilege on this side of the creation of God to, to be meeting again with the precious people of God. I trust the Lord we're going to have a great time of fellowship tonight by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. My prayer is that the time will come when not just people in the church, but every believer around that loves the truth of God's word will tune in and join in. Even if they're not part of our local assembly, they will tune in and join in because of the truth of the gospel message that they hear and, and, and the platform of the spirit to minister to the people. This evening, I'm depending solely on the power and anointing of the spirit of God to, 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 to minister and coordinate this Bible study tonight. As we go in this evening, shall we have a word of prayer together? Father, we thank you because you are our Father. Thank you for the understanding of life through the death, the burial, resurrection, ascension, and the seatedness of Jesus Christ on high at your own right hand, sitting until his enemies are made his footstool by the church. Lord, tonight I pray as we go into your word, there'll be an opening of understanding. But we move of the spirit that your glory might be manifest in our midst. Anoint my tongue that I may speak as you want it to be done tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Welcome tonight. I know I was praying and I believe the Lord have us, you know, sit together on a, on a round table before his word and by extension before his presence. For the presence of, or the word of the Lord signifies his presence. Hallelujah. John 1 verse 1 and 2 Corinthians 4. Um, um, uh, uh, if, if we read down words, we're going to see the Bible speaking about the presence of the Lord through his word. He says in John 1 from verse 1, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was with God. The same was in the beginning with God and all things were made by him, that is the word. And there was nothing made that was made in him was life and the life in him was the light of men and the light shines in the darkness and darkness could not comprehend it. That is the power of the word of God. Hebrews 4, verse 12 says, 
For the word of the Lord is quick and active, amen. And it, it doesn't change, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces to the dividing asunder of the, of the soul and the spirit and the bone and the marrow and is the discerner, the discerner and the, of, of the thoughts and the intent of the earth. 2 Corinthians 3, 18 says, and, and, and the Lord is the spirit and wherever the, so the Lord is, there is liberty. So we all, we all with an open face tonight, with an open face, beholding the, 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 the glory, the glory, the glory of God, beholding the spirit of God, beholding the word of the Lord and are being changed from, 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 from one level of glory, the same image with Jesus, hallelujah tonight, we are being changed. So the, the mechanism by which God brings about change for us to be more like him is by the word. So this evening, as we sit around the world to look at the word of God, we are changed. We are changed by understanding. We are changed by wisdom. We are changed by the spirit. Amen. Hallelujah tonight. For God's word is strong and active. Amen. So let us get set in our heart and, and be ready to receive every word of the Lord will have for us tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. As I as we as we as we go in deeper to the study of the book of Ephesians, you know, while we're praying, uh, the Bible says the Lord Jesus is seated in the heavenly places in Christ right now, waiting until his enemies are brought under his footstool. Wow. So the current ministry of the Lord, apart from intercession, the Bible says, for he ever liveth to make what? intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So the, 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 the Lord Jesus right now is making intercession for us. That word that we might fulfill the purpose for which he had called us on this earth until it comes again. That means we are not we are not we are not we are not short of 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 of, of heavenly battle. Amen. We are not short of heavenly strength. When church is not short of, of the supply of the spirit of Jesus, amen, tonight. We are not short of the praise, but we have it in abundance. Oh, we're going to see it a, a little more tonight as we're going on to Ephesians 3. We'll see some details, some depth of this abundance supply so that we can focus on what the supply is meant for. Listen, folks, God doesn't give us abundant supply of power and of spirit for us to keep it within us. It gives us the abundant supply and the power of the Holy Ghost that we might do something with it. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 1, verse 8, and ye shall receive, and ye shall receive, and, and we have received. Amen. And we shall receive power. But the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and we have received power because the Holy Spirit has come upon us. Power to do what to be to be witnesses for him. Amen. Now, for them, it's, it's from Jerusalem to Judea. But for us, it's from our, it's from our locality, wherever we find ourselves, that's where the power of God is meant to be used for the glory of God, for the glory of God, for the glory of God. So the church is not lacking in any form in the supply of the power of God through the Holy Spirit. But the question is, what do we do with the power 
What do we do with the gifts? What do we do with, with the glory? What do we do with, with the grace? What do we do with the deposit? What do we do with our reserve of God in us? Hallelujah. You know, some countries, when they know they have some reserve of some resources, they cherish it. You know, you know they plan for it. Sometimes they plan for it for 50 years ahead, 100 years ahead. But for us, the, the, the purpose of the reserve of the deposit and the power of God is not for a future use. No, it's for immediate use. Someone say amen tonight. So tonight, say the power of God resident on my inside is not for a future use, but it's for a present use. Amen. So there are people around the world today that, that are bound by Satan and his, and his power and the power of God in me is meant to bring them to a place of freedom in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen tonight. Hallelujah. You see, in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 22, let me show you this. And this is the plan of God from the beginning. Thank God, God revealed these plans to us. Is the one, as I said, as I point six from verse 10, he says, is the, is, is the God that, 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 that starts all things, but before he begins it, it finishes it. He's the God that seeks for the end, that calls the end before even the beginning starts. So everything that God is doing through us, through you and through me and myself and every one of us is the things that God had ordained for us to do. And God hasn't withheld from us anything that will accomplish that which he has done. Deuteronomy 6, 23, the Bible says, and the Lord showed, he said, he showed great signs and wonders, great signs which saw upon Egypt, upon Pharaoh, and upon all his household. He brought us out to bring us in to give us the land which he has promised the fathers. You see, folks, tonight God has brought us out of the world and brought us into his kingdom to give us a hope. And if there's anyone that one should believe is the word of the Lord. Hallelujah tonight. I believe the report of God, that God did not bring me out to keep me uh, you know, you know, in the cold, God did not bring me or rescue me and make me safe to to expose me to 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 to, to the wiles of Satan. God did not rescue and save us and just abandon us in the cold. No, He has redeemed us to bring us in. So say Amen tonight. Say I've been redeemed that I have been brought in by the power of God. Hallelujah. So God is working in us. God is working in us. God is gradually taking us. You know, sometimes when you when when you observe an aircraft flying and you are watching the aircraft flying, you think it's not moving. You think it's moving at the snail's speed because of the point in which you are. No, really. You see, sometimes those aircraft you think you see that you think are moving in in in, in a snail speed, actually going over a thousand kilometers per hour. 
It might look slow in your eyes because of the place in which you are. But guess what? In reality, there's a tremendous speed being accomplished. Glory to God. God is working. We might think he's slow, but folks, he's not slow. Amen. Hallelujah. For the Lord is not slow or slack about his promise. Like some men count slackness or count slowness, but, but is long-suffering towards all, not willing that any should perish, but that all may come to repentance and come to the knowledge of the truth. He's taking you somewhere. Hallelujah. He's, he's watching over his word. Exodus 3 and verse 7 and 8. Hear what he said. You know, you know, you know, when God saw the, the, his, his, his people in Egypt being tormented, he says, I have, 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 I have seen, I have surely seen the affliction of my people in Egypt. And I'm, I'm, I'm not come by the reason of the affliction of the tax masters to deliver and save them from the hands of the Egyptians. The Lord is the one that saw, is the one that came, is the one that saved, is the one that brings us to the end. Hallelujah. Faithful is he who has called us, who will also accomplish it. Child of God, let our hearts be strong. There's something in the mind of God for saving us. He saved us that through us he might, he might bring salvation to others as we proclaim the eternal purpose and truth of God. Hallelujah tonight. You know, when Moses went to Pharaoh, tell Pharaoh, he said, Pharaoh, let my people go, serve the Lord. For what purpose? That they might serve me and worship me. God did not rescue us and just, and just, and just, so just be freelance to know. He saved us for a purpose. Paul said, Ephesians 2, verse 10, he says, we are his workmanship, amen. And see, Moses understood this, and that's when Moses became closer to God. Moses knew what God's intent were, because he spoke to God face to face. In fact, in Psalm 107, um, 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 if you read from verse 3 to, to, to verse 6, it says, it it and the Lord makes his ways known to Moses, but his acts, his acts. No wonder Moses became closer to God because Moses understood the ways of God. He understood the purpose of God. Tonight, I'm trusting God to bring us to a place of fellowship, of understanding of the workings of the mind of God. Jeremiah he said to him, before I formed thee, I knew thee from the womb, and I've ordained thee. That means before you came, I have finished working with you before you came i knew your end child of god nothing that happens to you in the course of your life will happen without the father knowing he says no one hair of your head will drop without god knowing about it and therefore he is working he is working his purpose and he's working his counsel in your and in my life say amen tonight you know, his song popped my heart he's working his purpose out Hallelujah tonight. So what exactly is God working out? Wow. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. For good works. For good works. So it means we must start seeking those good works. Amen. We must start pursuing it. But guess what? We aren't seeking and pursuing those good works on the strength of our character, on the strength of our integrity, on the strength of our righteousness, but we are seeking and pursuing it on the strength of the integrity, the character, and the power of God himself. Hallelujah. You see, to me, 
The purpose of the book of Ephesians is to call men to service and focus their heart to the things to be done. The purpose of Ephesians is to call men to understand the weight of the call of God, the weight of the redemptive power of God, the, 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 the weight of, 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 of being involved in the unveiling of the plan of God. How will Cyrus, you know, feel right now? Isaiah 45, he says, Cyrus, my servant, even though he hasn't known me, I have called him that he might fulfill part of my plan to return my people back in the land, that when they come to the land, through them, the Messiah will come. Amen. What a great plan of God. You see, we are acting out the divine script of God. Praise God. And so don't, don't start fighting um, um, when the movie is over. No, no. Just, just align with the movie and act the way you ought to act by the power of the Spirit. Begin to bear the authority of the Father. Glory to God. Don't start getting scared when the movie is ended. Amen. No, 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 no. Align because the movie has already been played. It's been acting. We are just waiting they're protecting what is, is becoming a reality in the spirit because through us, Satan is defeated. Through us, demons are cast out. Through us, men are saved. And through us, the gospel is preached to all nations. Can't you understand this, folks? This is the purpose that Paul was writing, and this is the reason God saved us. Therefore, when will you get involved? When will you start the assignment? When John the Baptist sent to inquire of Jesus if he's the Messiah because he was under pressure. Jesus did write your entreaties. He told those, he says, go tell him what you see. Oh, that means, that means, that means the establishment of the kingdom will come by the things that men see. And what are the things that men were seeing to, to, to show forth that the kingdom has come and the kingdom has come, it, it doesn't stop, it will continue until the second return of Christ on earth. He says, Go tell them the blind see the lame here, sorry, the, the blind see the, the lame walk, the deaf here, and the gospel is preached to the poor. This should be our, our experience. The blind see. That means the gospel is, it was perfect with power. It will be sustained by the power of the Spirit until Christ come again in power. Hallelujah tonight. So Paul was writing to bring to the fore service. Church, there is service. Church, there's work. Stop, stop, stop the distraction. Stop, stop being, being tricked by Satan. Satan is using those things to get us off the assignment because the moment we know these things, it becomes exposed. That we may know the weight of the task. John 20, 21, it says, peace be unto you. And, and, and he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Ghost. And he told them, as the Father had sent me, so send I you. Wow. The same assignment the Father gave Jesus is the same assignment we have. And the same spirit that worked in Jesus is also working in us. Luke 10 verse 2. It says, look, the harvest is plenty. The harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. It says, it says pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, and he might send laborers. And guess what? When he told them that prayer, they were praying for themselves because they were the ones the Lord is sending. 
They were the ones the Lord is sending. We are the ones He's sending. That's the purpose. Paul is writing this this epistle to this church. That hey hey hey, these divisions you are you are, you are, you are, you are focusing on is nothing because there's something more. There's been a, 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 there's been there's been a bringing together of the Gentiles and the Jews into one family, so that God sees us as one that we may focus on the task at hand. Hallelujah tonight. 2 Corinthians 5, 18, 19. To wit, that God has reconciled us to himself and has given us also the ministry of reconciliation. Do you know, folks, we have a ministry that what means assignment of reconciliation. And this word, Paul, is, is Paul understood by the Holy Ghost while in prison. And he said, he said Lord, 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 open their eyes to see. And, and, and as, as, as he wrote to them, he was praying, but he had to write his prayers. Thank God he wrote down the prayers. That we might see the prayer the Holy Ghost inspired him to pray. Which prayer is actually relevant for us today? So there must be a transition. We, we must begin to shift from, from, from the old to the new. We begin to shift from, from old perspective to the new perspective of Christ, which is not new anyway. It's been there in the world all along. Amen tonight. You see, in, 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 in Ephesians, where we have verse Ephesians 3, where we are, we'll kick off this evening from verse from verse from verse 13 or thereabout. But 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 but, but here this from verse 1, we see that Paul at this time was in prison and for the for the sake of the gospel, and 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 so to Satan is one is one man down, so he's rejoicing. Do you understand that? Because Paul is no longer available to preach. He's no longer available to, to make the incursions he's making. He's no longer available to devastate and, and tear down, you know, you know, and raise down the kingdom of Satan. Hallelujah. You know, I was listening to someone preach a few a few days ago, or weeks ago, maybe last week, I just listened to the message, you know, online. And, and he said one day he came, he was driving to another town, and then and then he he came to a filling station to, to, to buy gas. No, you know, in the US, they call um, um, petrol gas. So he, he, he entered to, 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 to get some gas and, and he saw the attendant wearing a shirt. And um, um, on the shirt is written, Born to raise hell. Born to raise hell. R A I S E. Born to raise hell. You see that word? R-A-I-S-E. That is, he's born to, to proclaim hell. And, and actually, he looks like hell itself. His, his appearance looked look like hell. His body looked like hell. His eyes looked like hell. You can tell someone who is in partnership with hell. You can tell someone who, who Satan is actually, you know, you know, permanent. You can tell someone who actually is lost. You can tell someone who the God of this world has brought their mind and they may not see that gospel. You can tell, you can tell in their speech. You can tell in their, in their, in, in, in their look. Sometimes you can tell in, 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 in their lifestyle. You can tell through several means. He says, I'm born to raise hell.
Hallelujah. But we have the ministry of reconciliation. That means we are born not to raise hell, but to raise it down. R-A-Z-E. We are born to, to tear it down. We are born to set it ablaze by the power of the Spirit. Hallelujah. We are born. We are born to cause a, 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 a huge devastation. A huge de devastation to that which he is doing. Amen tonight. He says we are born to cast down every, every, every struggle and every high thing that exalt itself above the knowledge of God. For the weapons of our welfare, they are not carnal. So they are mighty through God. They are mighty well, to the pulling down. Just some people are born to raise hell up, but we are born to pull it down. Some are born to raise it up. We are born to raise it down. We are born to destroy the power of the enemy, just like our master and our Christ was born. First John 3 verse 8, the he that sinned is of the devil. He said, but what is purpose was I sent that I might destroy, that I came that I might destroy and put to a halt the works of Satan. The same task. For the thief coming but to kill, steal, and destroy. But I'm come. I'm come to thunder. I'm come to give life. So, folks, we are life giving believers. Amen. We are life giving souls. Amen. We are life giving souls. So, don't let's go ahead in this world as though the whole world is fixed on us. No. For we are in this world, but we are not of this world. Therefore, let our essence be transcended to the supernatural of God. Let's take our joy there. For God's kingdom, Bible says, Romans 14 17. It's not in meat and drink, but in righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. You see, when you have righteousness by Christ, you're the peace of God and joy, Holy Ghost. You are in the kingdom. You are more than all the earth can produce and provide. We are. That's our reality. Praise God tonight. So Paul in prison. You see, Second Peter one down, and Paul had the story that the people that should take over from him, they are fighting, they are in struggles, they are in, they are in strife, they are, they are, they are distracted by everything except the main thing. That was his worry. Vishal 3 verse 1. It says, for this reason, because I preach that you and the believing Jews John Hayes, I'm going to amplify. I, Paul, am the prisoner of Christ Jesus on your behalf to, to, to you Gentiles. He was hurting from prison. He was held up. Even in prison, he was still trying to preach. Because right in prison, he says, those of Caesar's household had the gospel. But he was limited. You know what? Right now, the Lord Jesus is no more on earth. I don't know what limited in heaven is not. He reigns in heaven. But will Satan rejoice over that that is no more here? But the Holy, but but what Christ is in us by the Holy Ghost, will he rejoice? Because because Jesus is no more here and the gospel is not being preached. Paul was 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 worried deep down in his heart. That's why he wrote this epistle. 
But hey, I'm, 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 I'm in prison. And second, as the world seems rejoicing because the real work is not being done. And those are feeling the party to, they're, 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 they're acting like civilians. They're acting like, 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 like people who don't know that they're so much sick. They're acting based on their flesh. They are, they are allowing their flesh to take to them what they do. Can you begin to read through the heart of Paul? One down and sit and rejoice. What is the principle of, of the spirit? That until the corn of the seed falls to the ground and dies, it abides alone. But may, 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 may the corn in us that ought to produce after one has died, not yet abide alone. It will be double chopped, it will be a thing of great pain. You see, Christ has died that we might become the, the, the seed of Him. You see, Paul in prison, that a church in Ephesus might become, you know, my God, just like He said it in Ephesians and Acts. Acts 19, when Paul took 12 men and trained them for two and a half years and let them lose by the Holy Ghost. And the entire Shamino. That's the principle. When one, when, when, when one seed dies, it should multiply. Paul is held in prison by, by the spiritual principle. Every other one in the church should rise up and get the word going and take the baptism. That's what Christ expects of us now. Right now, he's seated. He's seated. He expects us to keep running. And you see, he's treading us up. He's, he's, he's abandoning us. He's, he's living in us. He's our encouragement. You see, he's our power. That's why you find most of the power word Paul used in the church episodes that pertains to God. These are the days for, for, for Christianity in, in an enclosed environment. These are the days where the things we have heard in secret, we declare them in, in rooftops, proclaiming deliverance, proclaiming salvation, proclaiming freedom, proclaiming prosperity, proclaiming all the grace of God. Tonight, before I go on, I just want to press a little bit. Talk with me your Bibles as I read. John's Gospel, the 14th chapter. It's an interesting read tonight. John 14. Hallelujah. John 14. You know, Satan taught Paul down, the work will stall. May, the, may God's work not stall in our generation. May God's work not stall over me. May he not stop with me. May he not stop with us. Because sometimes we might think we are doing the work, but actually we aren't doing the work. May the true work of God's ministry not stop with us. May it continue. May it find life. May it find expression through us and through me and through you in the name of Jesus. May the work of the Father find expression in us. We don't be ashamed of it. John 1, John 14. I read from verse 1 tonight. I want to read to verse 21. Maybe I read from the from King James because by value amplified, I'll have no different version. Maybe I read from there. I'll read carefully. John 14 from verse 1. I read, do not let your hearts be troubled, be afraid, or cowardly. Believe confidently in God and trust in Him. Have faith, hold on to it, rely on it. Keep going and believe also in me. 
In my father's house are many dwelling places. If you are not so, I would have told you because I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back again and I will take you to myself so that where I am, ye may be also. Thank God he's coming back again. Hallelujah. Verse, verse 4. And to the place where I'm going, you know the way. And Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. So how can we know the way? Verse 8. Verse 6. And just said to him, I am the way, only way. I am the way, only way to God and the real truth and the real life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Amen. Verse 7. And if you had really known me, you would have also known my Father. From now on, you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and then we will be satisfied. He just said to him, have I been with you for so long a time and you do not know me yet, Philip? Not recognize clearly who I am. Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? That means, that means, that means for everyone that saw Jesus in the earthly ministry actually has seen the Father. But for now, we see him no more by the flesh. And when he says, he says, he says, I will read down. It's good that for you that I go away. If I go away, I will send you the comforter. That means everyone that has the comforter, that has the Holy Spirit, also have, have the Father dwelling. Also have the Father. The same way Jesus looked like the Father. He, he came to show the Father. The same way the Holy Ghost in us now also is the representation of the fullness of the Father dwelling with us just as Jesus dwelt with them physically. So say amen tonight. Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say unto you, I do not say on my own initiative or authority, but the Father abiding continually in me does his works, his attesting miracles and acts of power. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Believe me, he's telling them the truth. Otherwise, believe me because of the very work themselves which you have witnessed, assure you and most solemnly say unto you, anyone who believes in me as Savior will also do the things that I do and he will and will do even greater things than this in extent and outreach because I am going to the Father. That means my going to the Father does not stop this work. Someone else like me will come again and be and abide in you that this work might continue. This is why I left you here. That's why in John 17, 15, you say, Father, I'm not praying that you take these ones out of the world, but keep them, keep them because of the assignment that they will execute to fulfill your end time plan. That means God is keeping us here for an assignment, for a purpose and a reason, and therefore most of the shape of the assignment was boldly declared and find out what the assignment is and execute it perfectly right. That's it. That's the whole essence we are here. Nothing more. Every other thing we get in this place is just addition. It's to support us to get the work done. Oh, we have a house. Praise God. It's for the work sake. We have anything material. Praise God. It's to enhance the work. That's the essence. It's not to take us away from him. Verse 13. And I will do. And I will do. 
Whatever they ask in my name, as my representative, this will I do so that, so that the Father may be glorified and celebrated in the Son. I love that. Verse 14, if you ask me anything in my name, if you ask me in my name, as my representative, I will do it. If you really love me, you will keep and obey my command. 16, and I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper. Comforter, advocate. Now, the word another is the word alus. No wonder Paul began to pray some prayer that we'll see shortly. Because once you understand this, what Paul was, what Paul said in Ephesians would not make sense. Now, now, now Paul was making allusion to, to that which we have now in God. So, our Christianity must transcend, you know, this. This carrying something and sitting down. No, we must start working and, and, and putting to practice and, 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 and bringing together and giving the spirit of God expression. The word Agnes means another, but of the same kind. Now, take for instance, you enter into, into an e-tree and you bought for want of explanation, and, and then and then and then you bought you bought meat pie, and you ate the meat pie. Maybe it's chicken pie, and it's so it's so delicious that you like that 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 chicken pie. And then you go back and say, "Please give me another chicken pie." What they will give to you is not different from what you've already eaten, even though that was already inside of you. It's the same thing, the same composition, the same, the same, the same recipe, the same ingredient, the same oven, the same, the same, the same, the same dispenser, the same whatever you know. The one you are eating is the same thing they are giving you. So when he says another, is he saying it's not different from me? He will be with you because he's from me and he's me. Hallelujah. That means Jesus had not really left us. He is still very much with us by his spirit. Praise God. I love that. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another. That another means allos. It means another, but of the same kind. His comforter, his advocate, his intercessor, his counselor, mother word, his strengthener, and he's our standby. What does standby do? You see, when there's a need for a backup, it's always there. Who is a strengthener? The one that strengthens and brings power. Who is a counselor? The one that gives wisdom and tells you how to do what to do. Amen. He says, he says, by him we know how to go in the city. Praise God. And intercessor is a bridge builder, a gap, you know, you know, you know, someone that makes the bridge that 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 intercedes, that stands in the gap for supply. Our advocate, the one that defends us before the Father. The spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive and take to his heart. Here it is, because it does not see him nor know him. But, but you know him. Wow, you know him. That means we know the spirit. He knows him, man. Hallelujah. The, 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 the allos of Jesus, he, we know him, praise God, just like they knew him. But see, in this time, they've not seen him. But Christ says, if you have seen me, you have seen him. Praise God. Now we can't see Christ, but the Holy Ghost is in us now. Therefore, we see Christ, we know him, praise God, forevermore. Amen. And if nothing defied Christ when, when he walked here, 
Nothing will defy us because he now lives in us. Know what I said? The work I do, you will do in greater purpose and in outreach. Because I go to the Father. You know him because he, the Holy Spirit, remains with you continually and will be in you. Praise God. So he remains with us and he will be in us right now. He is in us. He is in us. Ephesians 3, from verse 14. Ephesians 3, from verse 14. This knowledge begins to strengthen and brings faith to our hearts. And we are really, there's nothing impossible. Glory to God. We shall arise and fulfill our destiny. We shall arise and do the will of God. We shall arise in mighty victory because the mighty one dwells glory to God. We will arise and fulfill the will of God. We will arise and fulfill the word of God. We will arise because the mighty one dwells in us. Friend John 4 verse 4. For you have God and children. You are of God. So we can say I am of God. Say I am of God. And I have overcome. Because very more, the God is in me than he that is in the world. Amen tonight. Praise God. Amen. Ephesians 3. Ephesians 3. From verse 14. Here Paul began to see here. From verse 14. For this reason, grasping the greatness of this plan by which Jews and Gentiles are joined together in Christ, I bow my knees in reverence before the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Listen. From whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name, God the first and the ultimate Father, that he may grant you out of the riches of his glory to be strengthened and spiritually energized with power through his spirit in your inner self. You see that? That, 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 that beyond the arguments of, 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 of things that are even now there's been there's been a union even though before now you didn't know now sometimes there are things we don't know before now and I believe tonight but by this exposition of the spirit of God we are knowing some things that God will have us know and know some things that God will have us do and by that understanding God begins to pray like we are praying tonight that 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 that, that, that God Himself Will 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 fill us out of the riches of His glory to be what strengthened with might to do what to do His will and His work. He will give you might and strength for just no reason. He may grant you out of the riches of his glory. Now, this strength is out of the riches. I, 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 I love that word. Damage, 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 damage. God is taking strength from, from an inexhaustible pool. We are tapping into the very eternity of God. That means, that means, that means we, we live in an inexhaustible strength of God because His Spirit dwells in us and it's from the Spirit that the power flows. You know what Paul writes in Romans chapter number, number, number 6 and verse, and, verse, and verse 5. He says, he says, For as Christ was raised from the dead 
but the glory and the power of God. As Christ was raised from the dead, but the glory and the power of God, we also will be raised to a newness of life. Notice the same power, Ephesians 1 for 17 and 18 19. It's the same power that, that, that God wrought when Christ was raised from the dead. That means the sufficient power, sufficient force, sufficient grace to get the work of God done. That means that means that means there's, there's a lot to be done, and these things can't be done by just mere words, they'll be done by the exhibition of the power of God. And all we need in this time, church, is to stand in faith and stand in boldness to declare the glory of God. Let the God gospel of Christ be in our lips for by the gospel men are saved men see the power and men are delivered he brought us out to bring us in to this that though through his mighty hands Pharaoh saw signs but now through his mighty hands in us men will see signs no wonder I say in Acts 19 and God wrought mighty miracles through the hands of Paul. Acts 19 and verse 11. Acts 2, sorry, Galatians 2 from verse, from verse 7. He said the same God that was mighty in Peter. Mighty, see the word? Every time you see the gospel, there's always might, power, authority, dominion, and strength attached to it. So why, why aren't we seeing it? Because we aren't teaching it. We aren't speaking it. We aren't practicing it. We are not bold about it, but now we are bold. Let's run this evening. This is the essence of, of the Ephesians epistle. To call them to service. To draw them up. Yeah, though one down in Paul in prison. Yeah, there are many alive that can get the work done. That Satan may not rejoice over the church. Because Christ is seated until his enemies be made his footstool. And guess what? Who makes his enemies his footstool? The church. Angels can't. Christ's hand is the church. Bishan 310. Now, this is, this is the overarching purpose. This is the eternal purpose. This is all the plan. It's a so that now through the church, the multifaceted wisdom of God in all its countless aspects might now be made known, revealing the mystery to the angelic rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. This is the purpose. Through the church. And here lies the church sitting down, drinking tea and coffee. Tea and coffee is not bad. Well, guess what? After doing the work, you can drink tea and coffee. But don't drink tea and coffee without getting the work done. Imagine a miss. Someone is held bound for 18 years and we are placating. We are doing therapy. We're doing counseling. People are going to hell in our streets. We are placating. We are doing welfare. We are giving them bags. We are giving them rice. We are giving them water. Not by themselves. But the real thing they need is the gospel. And the gospel only comes by power. First Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 5. Paul said, and our gospel did not come to you in word only, but it came. It came, it came in much power. It came in the Holy Spirit and it came in much assurance. Every time you hear the word power, the Holy Spirit is at play, at work. So let's rise up.
That's what Paul is saying to us. Church, rise up. In fact, in Ephesians chapter 5, he told them in verse 14, he says, he says, he says awake from your dead. That's awake. On Monday, the Swedish government just introduced a new sport. And that sport, I repeat, on Monday, the Swedish federal government introduced a new sport. And the tournament will be held this Thursday, the first of its kind. Guess what? Sex tournament. I won't go beyond that. Wow. Someone sent me a message. A particular district in the US, in Utah in particular, has banned the entire district. They banned the use of Bible in secondary and primary schools because they said it's, it's, it, it brings violence in the sight, the Bible. It's been banned. Because it's the answer. Enough of this sitting and talking about, 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 about things that has no relevance in eternity. We must focus on the main stuff of God. As we close tonight, let's run down. He said, that he may grant you out of the riches of his glory to be strengthened and spiritually energized with power through his spirit in your inner self, indwelling your innermost being and personality so that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith and may have and, 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 and may you haven't been deeply rooted and securely grounded in love. Be fully capable, be fully capable of comprehending with all the saints, God's people, the width and the length and the height and the depth of his love, of his love, fully experiencing the amazing endless love, and that ye may come to know practically through personal experience. How do we know this? But the spirit of God dwelling us, we begin to practically see the power of God at play. The flow of the gift of the spirit we start manifesting us. Who allow the Holy Ghost have his way. The gift of wisdom, of wisdom knowledge, and, 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 and all. Acts 3 from verse 1. And Peter and John were going to the temple in the hour of prayer. And they, and they, and, 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 and they saw this people and they get called beautiful. What an irony. And, and, and he looked on them and asked for arms. And he said to him, look on us. Silver and gold we do not have. Listen, it's not as though it's, it's, they, they are poor. Maybe that day they are short on cash. But you see, they are not short on the power of the spirit. And this they knew. This was in their consciousness. This was in their mind. This has enveloped them. You see, it has taken the length, the breadth, the height, and the depth. The love of Christ is dwelling in their heart. They understood that, that the public way, they were so practically through knowledge, the power of God residing in them. They knew it. They knew it. They knew it. Do we know it? Please, let's know it. And now we are knowing. Amen. For such as we have 
You might be baptizing of the Holy Spirit by fire. The hearts of men will be set ablaze. There will be a rekindling. Like Paul prayed in, in Ephesians 5. There will, be, there will be an awakening. Tonight, 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 I pray this word. This word will the, the, to, to jolt us up. I see the Lord tonight. He says, waking us up around this table. And sending us forth again to get the job done. And that you may come to know practically, verse 19, through personal experience, the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience, that ye may be filled up through your being to all the fullness of God, so that ye may have the richest experience of God's presence in your lives, completely filled and flooded with God himself. Wow. Completely filled and flooded. I love this experience. Lord, bring us into this experience. We are completely filled and flooded with your love and your presence. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Verse 20. Now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and to do. See that word again? I love that. Oh, I'm praying this evening that may we not limit the Holy One of Israel because he's able to do, he's able to do, he's able, he's able, he's able, he's able. Nicholas, Lord, 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 we repent, we repent of the sin of limitation. We repent of the sin of the thought, Lord, that you can't do it. We, Lord, 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 we repent of the thought that, 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 that maybe we should consult someone else. We repent of the idea of, 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 of trying a second option. We repent, oh God, we repent, Lord. But Lord, tonight we ask God that you, you forgive us for we are coming back again to the act of worship and the act of trust. It's all about you. Now to him who is able to carry out his purpose. You see, it's a privilege that through us, God will carry out his purpose because if we don't hear his purpose will yet be carried out. According to his purpose or his power that's at work within us to him the glory in the church, in the church, in the church, in the church. And in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Beautiful words, wonderful words for the church, wonderful words of life. Beautiful words, wonderful words. Wonderful words of life. There's a river flowing. The river of life. There's a river flowing. The river of love. And all that will jump in. Shall be made whole. And all that will come in shall receive the grace and power of our God. The river flowing and the streams shall make glad the people of God. And the river 
is the spirit. The precious spirit of God. He is in us. And we know him. For he abides with us. And he is in us. As we live in the spirit. As he lives in us. We walk in the spirit. For as we walk in the spirit. We walk in the purpose of God. As we walk in the spirit. We will not gratify the desires of the flesh. One sure way to put the flesh in check is by walking in the spirit. And how do you walk in the spirit? You walk in the spirit by believing everything the word says about spirit and you and walk in obedience and walk constantly in fellowship with him. Knowing that he's always with you. Knowing he desires to fellowship with you. Knowing it's not just one word away or one block away. It's right within you. And as you acknowledge him, he will direct your path. We are called to grace. We are called as a church to fulfill all the grace of God. Not in our own strength, but in his own strength. So as we yield, he will gain expression. Lord, find expression through us as individuals and through us as a church. That our lives may come into sync with that which you have ordained for us. Christ Jesus, you are seated until your enemies are made your footstool by the church. We shall arise and proclaim by power and bring your enemies to your footstool because you've done everything for us. You are our shield, you are our protector, you are our provider, you are our Lord, you are grace, you are kind, you are good, you are dependable, you are the authority, you are the creator. All things are made by you. You are omnipotent, your days never fail. You made all things. Nothing escapes your authority. And therefore, every word you command comes to pass. You are immortal. You are invisible. You are invincible. You are the only wise God. You reign in light. You rule in darkness. So those that live in the realm of darkness, the demonic beings also are subject to your power. Nothing. I am the cause of time. Has life outside you. Nothing speaks outside you. Nothing exists outside you. For you will live and move and have our being.
Lord, today we are awake, we arise to the knowledge that there's much work to be done. For Paul, your servant wrote in prison to tell the church of a great task. Lord, we choose not to concentrate on frivolities. We choose not to focus on the flesh. We choose not to focus on fashion. We don't focus on ourselves. We don't seek to gratify the flesh. We don't seek anything, Lord, that will not give you praise. Lord, we seek you. But that's why we are here. Come and be like you. In word. In utterance. In purity. In faith. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Because through us, light will come into dark regions. And those who are held bound will hear the gospel preached. And they will be delivered. But I pray tonight that may none of your children be under any form of yoke or oppression of Satan. Thank you, Father. For every one of your children will be delivered and they will live a free life to serve you. I forbid Satan's manipulation. I forbid Satan's oppression. I reject it over your people, oh God. And I say, Lord, your blood, Lord, will cover us in every area. And by that name of Jesus, we walk in freedom and liberty. Thank you, God. We praise you tonight. Lord, you go further, Lord, beyond this point, Lord, and impress this truth in our heart. And cause everyone tonight, hear my voice, to be awakened in this spirit. And be alive unto you. Holy Spirit, we give you expression in us. Have your way. Minister to us in our quiet moments, in our dreams, in our sleeps, in our word, through preaching. Speak to our hearts. Energize us, empower us to fulfill your counsel. We love you, Lord, and we yield to you tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. Our time is up tonight. Thank you, folks, for tuning in. Hope you've been blessed like I've been blessed tonight. We'll see you again on Thursday. Keep these words to heart. Go over this message again. Play it again. Hear it again. Read again. And ask the Lord to bring you in and set your feet on high. That I may walk upon your high place. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Good night, folks. God bless you all and stay strong. Amen.